0: Frusciante. You play that thing, baby. Oh. Good day, everybody. Brendan here, another Beehive Session. I'm gonna dive into a bit of a unique category on this one. It's it's a topic called Self-quitting. So I want you to think about what self-quitting might mean. If maybe it's something that you know applies to somebody in particular, maybe yourself. But it's it's a phrase or it's a characteristic I recently heard about, recently found out about. You know, a lot of times individuals get characterized as they're lazy or they don't have a hard work ethic, or they're checked out. And, and those could all be characteristics of somebody who is self-quitting. Burnt out. They're not motivated. They're not invested. You know, this tends to be on the, in the workplace. Could be maybe a student... Maybe it's senior year of high school, they have senioritis, right? And they're just, they're checked out. They're ready for the next chapter in their life. Or you're in college. You're taking classes. Maybe you don't know what you want to do. You don't know if the major you're in is the right fit for you. So you self-quit. Self-quitting is... You know, it's something that I think impacts a whole hell of a lot more people than is realized. There's plenty of times in my career, or in my life, I felt burnt out. I lost motivation in something. Maybe it's a role that you have. You can't seem to get over that hump and find new ways to motivate yourself. Maybe your job is just so repetitive and so redundant. It's just the same shit day after day, hour after hour. Maybe you're taking phone calls and it's just each ringing and each beep. It's the same shit. Okay, Mm mm-hmm, yep, how can I help you? And I'm not saying that's the right way to look at it, trust me. But this session isn't about customer service and what's right and what's wrong. This session is about identifying if maybe you are somebody that is silently quitting. Maybe you know a loved one or somebody you care about that you've noticed is slowly starting to creep into this silent quitting phase. How can you either help yourself or help them? It's important to find ways to reinvigorate yourself. And that might be tough. Because like we said, maybe it's a redundancy type of thing. How are you going to create changes to something that by the books is just black and white and the same thing over and over and over again? It's finding those spaces or those openings To sprinkle a little creativity in there. You know, something that I like to do is if you have a method of communicating, it doesn't have to be bland. Emails don't have to be bland. They need to get the point across. Sprinkle some creativity in there. It's okay to laugh in the workplace. It's okay to find ways to enjoy the workplace. All while continuing to do your job. Talk to fellow co-workers. Maybe there's other people on your team. Maybe you've built a friendship with them. Or maybe you haven't but talk to other people that are in in the bunker with you. Hey, Josie, you come into work every day with a smile on your face. How the fuck do you do it? Right? Maybe they can share some tips and tricks or methods that they tackle each workday with. And you don't have to be a carbon copy of Josie, but you can... Implement those different ways into your own. Speak up. Not only by reaching out to a fellow coworker, but speak up to your boss. Calculate it first. <laughs> All right? Don't go kicking the door in and being like, yo, I need change. That's not going to happen, right? That's not going to work unless you work in like a rap studio. Maybe that'll work. Talk to your superior, your supervisor, your boss. Talk to them. Be like, hey, let me just throw the cards on the table here. All right, I'm starting to feel this way. I'm starting to feel like work each day is redundant. And, you know, are there any other side projects that I can help with? Are there any other tasks that I can do that still helps out the benefit of the department or your work area and shows that initiative to want to better yourself. Sometimes a little bit of change reinvigorates yourself. Working on a new report rather than taking phone calls. Whatever you do, incorporating something that's a little bit different but still helps out in the grand scheme of things. Put yourself in other people's shoes. So yeah, speaking up to your boss, it can help. It can help get you other tasks that can potentially give you that change of scenery that you need. You know, something that you can do on your own is come up with a plan. Make a future plan for not only what you want to do, where you want to get to, what future position or role do you want for yourself. That's important too. But also, jot down improvements that you know you can make. Maybe you can Jot down improvements that you can bring to your superior. And it's not to, hey, boss, you got to do this better. Even if you think it, even if it's true. You're jotting down improvements as an overall improvement for whatever area you're in. And if those can be implemented, something that you can do, something that another team member can do, that may sweeten the pot in terms of your day-to-day tasks on the work on the work day. You know it's always important to whether you make a list, whether you're a pen and paper type of person or you jot it down electronically on a OneNote or a Word document, whatever it is, making that future plan for yourself is crucial. Now, I can't sit here and tell you that I have a five or a 10-year plan specifically, like in pen, foolproof, of course not. I have aspirations that I wanna strive for. I have potential goals or positions that I want to achieve. But nothing is specific or in hard ink. You know what I mean? But it's important to build that structure for what goals you have for yourself. You know, maybe you're flirting with the idea of bettering your education, going back to school, taking online classes. You know, that's, that's an example for me. And if you've listened to the First session here, you know you know that that's an area that I w- I'm looking to pursue. And I know a lot of people that do that and are able to swing it where you can work and better your collegiate resume. To then help push you into one of those areas in your future in a profession standpoint. You know, maybe it's just certifications. Maybe you're happy with a particular area that you're in, but you know if you take an online certification or maybe your company offers something, it can be that cherry on top to help you get a promotion or to improve and, and get a higher position. Maybe it's volunteer work. Maybe it's something that is just stepping away from work for a second to just improve your overall outlook on things. Uh, Volunteering somewhere. Not necessarily getting handed a certificate or college credits or anything like that, anything monetarily, but it's really improving your overall psyche of, hey, I did something really good for somebody. And then that can Translate, you know, and, and reinvigorate your work life. You know, I, I, I know a lot of companies offer time off, and seems like most of them, from what I'm familiar with, they encourage you to use your hard earned universal leave or your time off. That is so important. You know, a couple times a year, I really like to space out just taking a full week off from work and hitting the reset button, even if you're not on the couch every day during that little vacation, even if you're not going to Disney World or you're going to Europe or you're on a cruise, even if you're using that time to get shit done around the house, to get some appointments. So you don't have to worry about the stress of, I got this doctor's appointment, when am I going to schedule it to conflict with work? Even if you're just doing anything that's non-work related and hitting the reset button from a work perspective, that's important. Maybe you're running around with your kids and it's not really a vacation at all, right? But it's time away from work where you don't have to do all that shit While you're working, and please, all of you, get some relaxation time in there, all right? Do something, read a book, watch a movie, binge Netflix, enjoy time with loved ones because work eats up so much of our days here on this planet. You know, I've spoken to Some people that have been since retired and, and, you know, they feel like they wish they had more time or focused a lot more of their time to others, to family, to friends. Um, So that's important. Use your time off wisely, but use it especially to just give yourself a break. And then you could come in that first day back from your week off or even if it's like three days or a long weekend, you come back in from that first day off and you are a little bit more refreshed. I hope. You know, all of these things, you know, I'll, I'll take it back to the topic at hand, silent quitting. Silent quitting is something that can come and go. You know, it's not a label like you're lazy. I know many people that are the furthest thing from lazy but are also checked out from whatever it is that they're doing. Some people relish change. And motivation is something that shouldn't be categorized as either something has or they don't have. It can be a boomerang. It can come and go. You know, maybe someone's got a job where they're cleaning up shit. Literally or figuratively. Cleaning up shit. They might be the hardest worker on the planet. But you can't sit there and tell me that there's not a point in their life where they're checked out. Or they're silently quitting and not letting everybody know about it. Right? Because a silent quitter, and again, this could be me. I'm not using silent quitter as somebody that's like, you're bad, you suck, you're lazy. No. A silent quitter is somebody that doesn't even realize that it's going on. Whereas a quitter, you don't even need the word loud in front of it. A quitter knows what they're doing. They're vocal about it. I'm fucking done with this job, right? Silent quitter is somebody that these things are going on inside their head and behind the scenes and their performance might be lacking but they're not driving the bus off the rails. It's one of those trams where it's on an electric rail and they're not doing the driving but it's coming off the rails. The environment is just this dark cloud cast over you and you're just punching in, punching out, half-assing it, maybe not by choice, right, but just it's it's wearing you down. And sure, you can try all of these remedies. You can try taking a week off. Maybe it, Hopefully you're lucky enough to have that be a thing. You can take a day off. You can talk to your boss, but what if they metaphorically say, fuck you? What if they say, oh, good idea, bud. We'll think about it. And then you know what happens. What if your coworkers are like, we feel the same way. This smile is fake. Yes, even Josie is miserable with her life. Hard to believe. So what if you're trying all these things, and you're still in a rut. You have this future plan, you have these dreams of aspiration, but you're stuck. You know, that's the all-important question. What can you do? Maybe you can't afford to just pick up and physically quit and find something that is reinvigorating for you. People have families that they need to provide for mouths to feed. We all wish we could live in a world where we could just pick up and restart without any consequences. But that's a fairy tale. It's a give and take, guys. Sometimes it's a hang in there. Go get 'em. Your time will come. There's many other fish in the sea, right? It's important to always keep your head on a swivel, to quote the all-powerful Ron Burgundy. And to, if you're in a job that makes you feel this way or you're in a position that makes you feel this way, but you have to rely on that, on that income, you can still look for other opportunities externally or internally because at the end of the day it's your well-being and your mental health which is a common denominator for a lot of these sessions your mental health is at risk if you keep rinse wash repeat punch in miserable punch out redundant redundant repetitive repetitive, you need to continue to make goals for yourself and make them a reality. Maybe it starts with the things that we talked about before, going to an employee. Maybe it's not even somebody that's on your team or does the same thing that you do, but you know somebody in another area that has a different role or they have different responsibilities. Hey, have you ever felt this way? Go to a friend, go to a family member. People have experience in this type of attitude that they bring each day to life, to work, to school, to being a parent. The most important thing that you can do is to speak up. And it doesn't have to be to your boss if you know maybe you're not going to get anywhere or what's the point, even though you should always speak up to them. But if you have those feelings of doubt, like it's not going to get you anywhere or you're going to have repercussions or be penalized for that, you don't have to be buddy-buddy with everybody that you work with or everybody in your company. But it's okay to talk to people because maybe they feel the same way and they don't think you do, and it brings another person comfort because you're sharing with them that you feel the same exact way. And then you, the two individuals can collaborate and come up with a kick-ass plan. Two heads are better than one. Use your resources, everybody. Silent quitting is never going to go anywhere, but you can certainly do your best keep it at bay and with that another session in the books and even if I'm silently quitting I'm always here catch you next time everybody